Episode 4. Are you kidding me? Welcome to episode number four of the Adventures in All Young podcast. Uh, this is an actual play RPG podcast using the Zweihander RPG system. I am the Game Master Jeff. Uh, we'll do a quick, lo- I think this is probably the last time we'll do this. We'll say our players' names, what their characters are, so you can remember their voices, especially if this is the first time you're checking in with us. Uh, we're also quite surprised that we've made it to episode four. Uh, so starting on my left, go ahead. I am Melissa, and I'm playing Zofia. I'm Ashley. I'm playing Emily. I'm Keith, and I'm playing Bruno, everybody's I'm favorite fat man. I'm Long, playing Chovy, everyone's favorite little man. Wow. <laughs> I really feel like we should wait for some actual data about who <laughs> everyone's favorite is. Like, you know. Off the table. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can do a quick, we can do a quick informal poll here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. Uh, yeah, Josh here, playing as Bayer. I'm Dustin, playing Irwin. All right. So, episode four, uh, we've, we've been traveling for some time. You all left uh, in episode one, got a job to head north to this penal colony. You've been doing some overland travel, some wilderness travel uh, in the time being. Uh, episode two, we saw an encounter with some weird freaking coastal village people that were sacrificing children. We yeah. played a little horseshoes, though, you know, that was good, too. Uh, and then episode three, what do we recall? What do we recall from, from our last last journey? What happened? We split the party. That's true. Later. That's true. The encounter with it some was later in it. Yeah. So so what was the first thing that happened? Because you guys had, had just left yes, the mining early camp. Early on, we met two people coming up. One was injured. Yeah, one of, them, one of them was an Olympic skier, uh, Lindsey Vaughn. No one gets my name references, but that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Tom and Lindsay. Tom and yes. Lindsay, sure. Um, and uh, what was interesting about them? They were wardens. They were? They were no. not wardens. They pretended to be wardens. How dare they were impersonating. How their, dare Maybe they were impersonating that, prisoners. That probably is like punishable by death or something. Who knows? Uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I would say depending upon what you would roll, you might as well if your education's high enough. Uh, probably not punishable by death, but certainly punishable quite quite severely. But yeah, and they were injured, and they claimed to have had some sort of wagon accident. They eventually, after some intimidation uh, by old Emily, threatening yep. to beat him to death with her <laughs> old iron fist, like literal iron fist, yep. uh, they finally relented and, and gave up gave up the goose. And uh, But you still, still let them go. I mean, you still took a little pity on them. You know, they were just debtors, they claimed to be, and uh, and they described this horrible wagon accident that was up in the foothills, which is the direction you were going. And so you all headed up there, and bravely, both Erwin uh, and Bruno decided to climb down to this treacherous ravine where this, this, this wagon accident occurred. These two wagons, multiple horses, several people, like, went over the side, killing all but a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked really bad. Uh, any there is uh, there were some wounds that suggested perhaps the the corpses were beginning fed upon by some sort of wild animal or animals, uh, but you also found a survivor, and through a feat of heroism unlike any other, Bruno, with an arduous athletic zest, lifted a wagon all by himself, 
while Erwin was able to uh, extract the woman. It's not the first time Bruno's done something amazing. Yeah. Uh, but then Erwin actually caught her as, uh, as Bruno was trying to climb up and fell and dropped her and uh, climbed back up. So where we ended, however, was as they were in the process of climbing back up this ravine with the rest of the group currently on the ridge... Looks like four of these mountain lions, lynxes, some sort of some sort of cat-like creature that had been, which you can probably presume at this point, feeding on the the remains of the horses and the people all around. Because this is honestly like a, a freaking buffet, right? Uh, is has returned as the sun's beginning to go down, and uh, and they have started to to appear. So. Uh, just to remind everybody, everybody where everybody's at, um, both uh, both Bruno and Erwin are kind of 10 yards below the ridgeline, the road, um, so to speak, or the path where Zofia and Emily and uh, Chovy and Bear are, are up kind of waiting. Uh, Emily was kind of doing some, some foresting, um, looking around for like mushrooms and things like that. Uh, and then, the, but the two of you are, are caught like in that that little little place and you can see that underneath you kind of coming up from below like they managed to find some other way down these these two cats are below they're below you but then there's also two more that are up on the ridge line by the rest of you and so for the first time in the adventures of lollygagging podcast i feel like we're going to do a little bit of combat so uh that requires initiative rolls uh so how do we do initiative anyone want to explain it to uh to the audience, how does initiative work? Yes, Bruno shall okay. explain it. Well, it's pretty simple. You take that d10 dice that this game system loves so much. You roll that bad boy. You add three plus your peanut butter, also known as physical bra- perception. perception perception bonus. <laughs> I don't know why I thought physical bronze. No, it's totally physical bronze. That's that's exact. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay. That's your uh, initiative. Yeah. Okay. And so then if there's ties, like there's like you, you kind of do tiebreakers and things like that too, based upon your perception bonuses. And then sometimes if those are tied, then we do another D10 and we just kind of compare D10s. So I'm going to go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and record my, uh, my wonderful creatures and where they go. Uh, and once I have them figured out, uh, we'll go ahead and record you all. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna name them different. One of them's Sylvester. So there's a Sylvester. Okay. Sylvester. Then there's a Garfield. Oh Did a little Garfield. You guys know Heathcliff? Yes. There's Heathcliff. Okay, get no. it? Because candy a bar. It's a cliff. This and that. It, it, Heathcliff was like a poor man's Garfield. That's what sucks, man. Like everyone at this table <laughs> I is totally so young. I now have for... a song in my head. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and then what's another famous cat? The cat from Tom. that Paula Abdul. The Paula Abdul, like two steps forward, two Cheshire steps back. Cheshire cat. I'm just going to put Paula. Ooh, Cheshire cat would have been a good yeah. one. But I'm going to stick Cheshire. with Paula Abdul. Okay, <laughs> just Paula Abdul. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be Paula Abdul. Ooh, two steps forward, two that. steps back. You come together because I have a track or something like that. Okay, so uh, so let's just go around. We'll start on my left. Uh, what do you got there, Sophia? 18. All right. Wow. Mm. That's, that's that good. One up everyone. That's very good. Emily? 15. Ooh. Ooh. Guess who you tied with? Paul Abdul. Bruno has 17. I have 15. Fif- oh, it's a three-way tie with Paul uh, Abdul. My bonus is five. What? Right, we're tie-breaking with bonus? Yeah, you tie-break with uh, perception bonus. So whoever's got the higher perception bonus. Five. Let's roll it on. Hey, me too. I got a one. 
I got a two. <laughs> I got a six. Oh. Uh, what do you got, nice. Bear? Yeah, Bear also got an 18. Okay. Tied with Sophia. So what are your perception bonuses? Five. Four, but I have underfoot, which always gives me a plus three to initiative. So I don't know if that counts at all. No, it's just like the tie. I mean, it counts towards your initiative roll, but um, the tiebreaker is just you, just, you just compare perception bonuses. And if they're tied again, then you just do a D10 roll and whoever gets higher. Then I just have a four. So, well, beat by bear. Oh, big old bear. That was my highest roll I could get. So. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And then finally, Erwin, where are you at? 14. Right. Okay. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. This is the first time we've done this live. It's been a couple weeks, actually, since we last did a practice combat. So this is going to go terribly. <laughs> more than a couple. Uh, it's been more than a couple. Yeah, it's been like a month. We've been, I've been avoiding it. I'm like, you know what? We don't need combat. Like, we could just talk it out, right? Yeah. I thought you guys might attack the priest uh, or something like that. But oh, you were saying oh, there's way too many, there's way too many people. Yeah. 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 yeah, but they're just, you know, they were, they were just misunderstood. Uh, all right. So um, first up. Uh, is going to be Bear. So, Bear, let me describe the scene for you. Uh, so you are up on a ridgeline. You've got your yes. cart. You've got your horse. Uh, likely you've been keeping an eye on them from time to time because I know you got decent... I think you got animal handling yeah, or something like that, right? So you've probably been keeping close eye on your horse to make sure it's not getting skittish. Uh, it's sunset. There's still a little bit of light let, left, so it's dust. So there's not too much difficulty right now in terms of light. But if this, if this flight were to go on for like an hour, that would probably be bad. Uh, for many reasons. Uh, so you're up on this ridge line. You've got within probably about five yards of you, you have your various teammates. You've got you've got Sophia, you've got Emma Lee, and you've got Chovy are all up on the ridge line with you. And you can see that to the north, uh, coming down from a, a kind of a cliff face, you can see one of these cats, these mountain cats, these lynxes, whatever you want to call them, is kind of coming down slowly, and the other one is on the south side, as if these two are kind of slowly coming in on you. And you can see below, as you look downwards, that there's two more that are kind of coming up from below, as if they're kind of protecting this area where their kills are, or their, you know, where they've been feasting. Uh, so the one to your north, which is the one that you'll be closest to, we'll say it's about 10 yards away from you. And then the other one is a good 30 yards from you, the one to the south. You don't really have any good way of reaching the ones that are way down the, the ravine at this point. So what would you like to right. do? All right, Bear's going to stand up, uh, grab his big old splitting maul. Okay. Like a two-handed axe hammer hybrid. They're definitely, like, out for blood, these things. I mean, you could try and talk to them if you like. Oh, I, I don't... <laughs> You de- I mean, try to just they're definitely they've they, you can do whatever you like you can do whatever right. you like can I light a torch like in one action we'll say if you want like pulling out a torch like you because you already have like your you're ready your your splitting mall you said right yeah just kind of so that so between that I think taking out a torch and then lighting it I'm gonna say that I'll, I'm gonna charge you probably two action points for that because like you've already yeah. readied the weapon so we'll say two and you can That's you can fine. yeah we'll say something like that'll work since I, I have a special trait where I can hold a two-handed weapon with one hand, so because mm, you're, big, you're so big and strong, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you got I'll one action point left. Wave it at the closest one. Okay. So you're I'm gonna save my action point. <laughs> okay. Are you trying to do like some sort of intimidation check yeah, or something like that? Just okay. Wave it around, scared off, get all big and mean. All right. So why don't you do an intimidation check then for us? Uh, right. We'll make we'll make it challenging, not too hard challenging so well, that's uh 10 minus 10 yeah all right so, so i'm 
45, so I need 35 okay. or lower. Yeah. And that is a fail. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, you wave it in front of you, right? And it doesn't scare it away, but you can certainly tell that it's a little bit more hesitant to come to you, at least, right? Like, it's mm. like the idea that you're holding this fire. Like, it definitely seems a little skittish for it, yeah. but it doesn't immediately just, like, run right back up the mountain. Like, never mind, see ya. So, <laughs> but it does, it's not like a complete and utter fail, but it, it certainly might give them slight hesitation for coming at you. Uh, Zofia, you are the next in the ladder. Zofia is not liking the look of this situation right off the bat. So she's just going to jump off the ravine and that's it. It's over. <laughs> Never mind. Just end it. Yeah, I'm going to roll my next character. <laughs> so Zofia is going to spend two action points to maneuver and then spend an action point to take cover. So she's basically going to try to find the nearest tree or something to kind of... Yeah, there's, there's not trees, up. but there's definitely, you know... There's large croppings of rock here and there that are jutting out from both the ground and also the sides. Like, like you guys are on a mountain path that's between cliffs, and then there's the ravine going down. It's all very rocky, but you're keeping on the relatively flat terrain. Um, so, yeah, you can manage to, to, to hide behind something, keeping yourself some cover. Sure. Can I actually just spend one action to trying to find a way to save an action point? So, I mean, maneuvering is two, right? And so then right. you're looking to uh, you're looking to take cover, Are which you is one with one of them. With one of them? No, 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 no one's yeah. engaged with any of them. Yeah, They're just you can just move your base movement. Then yeah, you don't have to maneuver. Okay, I'll do that. Sure. So and so an then you point. and then you're you're gonna bank an action point. Yep. Okay. All right. So I think the terminology is bank. I think bank's the right word. Uh, all right, Bruno. Is there any? Uh cover nearby me so you and Irwin have made it to that that second level right yeah uh, if you recall it was about somewhere between five and ten yards between the very top level the road where everyone's at and where that middle level is and then another like 15 yards to 20 yards down to the bottom of the ravine where the wagons are so the two of you managed to reach that mid-level and there's two below us though right? yeah there's Coming two up. that look to be climbing up and they are like they're mountain lions yeah. so they're having very little effort the very little effort they're capable it seems to be yeah. moving up this is there ride. any cover at all uh i mean there are the two those two large uh, prongs of rock that the that the horse got caught between you can you can probably take cover behind one of them sure may i take cover absolutely yeah yeah so you hide down uh like a little little chicken shit uh right oh, behind yeah, okay, so you got your sword ready, and uh, you're banking some... So you're going to move over, One. that's one, you're going to take yeah. cover, it's two, and so then you're going to bank your third, right? Unless the cup is within a yard? Uh, nah, nah, you're going to have to move over a little bit. Okay, okay. okay. all right. Uh, so then Paul Abdul is going to go. So up on the top <laughs> level is, uh, is we're going to say it's Paula Abdul and Garfield who are up up at the top because that makes perfect sense, right? Oh, yes. And then it's Sylvester and, oh, no, that doesn't make sense. It should have been Heathcliff because he's on the cliff. Never mind. It's too late. It's too late. I've already said it. We're Paula, Ab yeah. Paula Abdul and Garfield are on the top ridge, the road. And then we've got Heathcliff and Sylvester who are uh, down below and they're going to possibly climb up and attack these two fools that were trying to climb an old woman up. Not an old one. Uh, actually, middle-aged. Uh, so... Paula Abdul is on the south side. So the closest person that she's actually next to at this point is going to be Emma Lee. Uh, and she's a good, we'll, we'll put it about 15 yards or so from you. So what do I want to do? I can do a little charge action. What can I do to kill my first character right away? We already ordered art. 
Let's uh, let's just kill some people. Let's kill some <laughs> fools, right? Inverted character art. Let's just kill them before we even get it. Um, okay, so these things have a movement of 13. So this thing's going to get... It's going to go ahead and charge at you uh, for 2 AP, uh, and it's going to immediately try to... Uh, try to attack. I uh, just come up and pounce uh, at Emily. Fairly big figure. Doesn't have the the big old torch that's being waved around. But I do have the danger fist. You do have the danger fist. I like calling it the danger fist. The danger fist. Yeah, that's what I was calling it. <laughs> what do you say? So if it was you who this is your first time, uh, first time listening, Emily has a uh, has, has the veteran veteran hand. What was it called? What was yeah, it drawback? It's called veteran's hand. Veteran's hand. So she's just got we we kind of threw together like this little iron fist that she uses, kind of like an kind of a, a melee weapon of some kind. All right, so this thing's going to come up. It's going to take an attack. Uh, and then, and can anyone make a really good cat sound? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to do that. So it's going it's to come, but it's going to take a shot. All right, here we go. So that is going to be a success. Uh, so you now... Uh, so yeah, it's going to come, and so you can choose if you want to try and uh try and parry this do you do you have some sort of weapon or anything like that um i don't have a weapon but i have a shield you do have a shield yeah okay so um likelihood these didn't these didn't completely surprise you so you can probably have that in some in some way so if you want you can try to go ahead and block that um so this is going to be a okay so you're doing you're doing parry so it's combat based skill test to parry melee weapons and it takes one AP, and so this would avoid all damage. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so go ahead and make your combat test. And I rolled an 11. Oh, oh nice. Okay, very nice. So this thing comes charging at you, and over the last couple steps, it kind of leaps, tries to pounce on you like a beautiful little kitty. Uh, and as it kind of leaps up with its claws, you manage to, at the last second, just rearrange yourself and throw your shield up and just block it, uh, and it flops down in front of you. Okay. Excellent, excellent. So that and that that does take uh, that does take one of your AP, uh, and okay. it is your turn now. And you have two AP. Okay. Um, I think we're doing that right. Since it is on the ground. Yeah. It's not like it's not prone or anything. It's just there. It's right next yeah. to you. You're engaged with it essentially. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna attack. Okay. So I rolled. Uh, ooh. I should just actually roll combat. Nice. No, no, no. House roll those for crits, right? What's that? Would you roll? 69. I failed. 69? <laughs> 69. Well, that's the best number. This is a podcast I listen to, uh, Glass Cannon, with their homebrew is like, whenever you roll like a D100 on anything, like if you're doing like a teleportation, like if you roll a 69, the best possible thing happens to you. <laughs> so that's like their homebrew. But we're not doing that because that would be, that would be thievery. What? Um, uh, no. So unfortunately, you, you, you swing down whiff. and whiff. Um, now, don't forget about perilous stunts as well. So sometimes it's good to, to kind of combo some of the perilous stunts with attacks. So you can think about that maybe in the future, maybe trying to use some perilous stunts and then attack. So some of okay. them can make it easier. Like if you knock them prone, then it can increase your damage. There's all sorts of different things you can do. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so then after Emily, it is Chovy and Erwin, you're on deck. Does she just use one action point? She has, yeah, she has one, one action point. Two. I'm just going to... Oh, you're saving it? Yeah. You can bank it, or you can do something else with it if you want. You can do. You could still do a perilous stunt now. I mean, you're not really going to benefit from it, but it might help one of your teammates. No, I'm going to save it because don't. If I save it, I can um, counterattack if they try and attack me again, right? Or you I can, can try and block or parry. parry. You can parry. You can. Yeah, yeah if they attack okay. you, you can. You I'm going to hold block. it to block again. You can par- parry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So Chovy and then Irwin, you're on deck. Can I make my way to the cat that Emily's engaged in? 
Yeah, you're you're fairly close. You can just use your right. What's your movement? It's only four yards. Only four, yeah, because you're so tiny with yeah. your tiny feet. Uh, but no, I still think you can get to her. Okay. You guys are relatively close near the near the, all all kind of fixed around the cart somewhat. Mm. We've wrestled Crocs and Hyde's hide. We can handle a couple pussycats. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll pull out my shiv and attack it. All right, I need a 50 because I got a skill point in it. So I think it actually, because you're in melee, for some reason I think since you're in engagement, we can make that um, for you since you can kind of flank it sort of in a way. We can actually make that easy if we want. Not easy. Um, what's the word? Routine. So you can take yeah. a plus 10%. Uh, I still failed. I got a 96. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the opposite of 69. <laughs> uh, so no, that's a fail. Uh, that's a fail. Um, you got one more action point? Or? I just got a little bit. Okay. All right. So then uh, it'll be Erwin's turn. So you and you and your boy Bruno are in that middle ridge. You're not in any immediate danger. You can kind of hear stuff going down up above you. So you can continue to try to climb if you like. Um, How far up is it? Uh, so I think it was five yards. I said between yeah. this this little platform that you're on and above you. I so can 15 move, feet or so. I can move eight yards. Okay. So you can, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need an athletics check. Another one. Okay. Yeah. Since well, this time you're actually climbing. It's combat, so you're trying to go fast and. So just give me an athletics check. Give me standard for this one. It's 42% without Let's do it. I have the negative one thing. I rolled a 30. Okay, so you managed to quickly hustle all the way up and climb up. Now, don't forget that when you do movement, uh, that you actually have to expend additional AP because you're doing a movement subtype. So you're not just moving, but you're also climbing. And so because of that, that's going to eat up two of your action points. I imagine it would take another action point to set the lady down gently so she doesn't get hurt. Oh, I forgot you were carrying her. Uh, <laughs> that actually would have been a more difficult role. What was your what was your, your need to... Uh... 42. All right. I'm going to let it go. Just to keep things moving, uh, but yeah, if you want to drop her down gently, yeah, or if you just want to like no, just I, drop her, I, I wanna, I like she's a bad habit, gen- like that's gently, no way to But gently. I might okay. So you're gonna gently place her down, which yep. will, I'm gonna say that'll probably take uh, take an action point. Sure. So I wanna it it make sure that she's away from the edge, like I'm closer to the okay. ledge than her. So if like something happens, she doesn't fall. So down. you you climb up. You move a couple feet forward towards the cats and then gently place her down on the ground as if like an offering and then step a foot or two back towards the ridge. Is that correct? I don't step back. No, okay, okay, okay. But other than that, everything else, you're offering her. I I set her down right. We gladly gladly sacrifice this victim so as not to fight. Absolutely. Uh, Excellent. That's totally what it is. Okay, I like it. Uh, Okay. Uh, Heathcliff is going to go next. Uh, Heathcliff and Sylvester are the ones on on the ground. They're just going to start climbing. Uh, so you're going to see them start climbing up, uh, kind of pouncing from from one step to that, chasing down Brunette. But they're not going to be able to get to you, So, uh, but they're getting closer, uh, much closer. If you stay where you're at, you're pretty certain they're going to be able to get to you probably on the next turn. Uh, then Garfield, uh, who was the one that uh, that good old bear was waving uh, the, uh, the fire at. I'm going to go ahead and make a quick resolve test to see if this thing can steady itself in the face of fire uh, and go and attack... Oh. Attack bear. You don't have to do anything. Just, just, I'm just doing it for flavor for myself. Uh, and no, it's a little, little cautious of you. So it's gonna keep a wide berth, and it's gonna, it's gonna move around you. Stay back. And it's gonna, con- and it's gonna move, kind of keeping a good, a good five yards between you and it. It's gonna slowly maneuver 
kind of around in the direction of where the the other cat is now fighting Emily and Chovy, so completely bypassing you, not attacking anyone at all. And then we're back to you, your turn, Baron. As you see this thing pass, it's, I would say, within about seven seven yards of you as it maneuvers past. All right, all right. How far is the one that's uh, engaged with Emily? Uh, that one's more like about 15, I think, yards, because it was like 30 yards down to, and then it moved maybe half. So right now, Chovy, Chovy and, and Emily seem to have that one pinned down a bit as it's there we go. It's getting better. Wow. There we go. Got it. Got it. Right, Nailed I'm it. going to charge at it. So okay. That's two AP. You're charging at the one that was that's, keeping a distance from you, the one at that's seven. That's by Emily. Okay. 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 So that's double movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my movement? Seven. Oh, shoot. You said it was 15? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm one It's short. like I did that on purpose. I really didn't. But like, <laughs> you're one short. I'll just I can do two movements, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the I'll only thing do... you can only do one of you can only do one attack and one perilous stunt on a turn, but you can do as many movements as you have action points for. So I will. Uh, what is that? Run and then charge. Sure. All right. Now, now, if because you guys are on the path, the road, like I'm letting charge go through because it's flat. It's relatively flat. But like if you guys were like on more hard, rocky terrain, like if you were trying to like charge over over the the portions of the ridge that like down where Bruno and uh, and Erwin had climbed, like that, you wouldn't be able to charge because of the, the terrain itself. But this case, I'm letting go. Run is three AP. Uh, yeah. So he needs to hustle. Wrong one. And then charge. This so hustle, small. hustle at movement times one. Uh, it invokes an opportunity to attack if you're moving out of an engagement, which you're not. So you hustle, which moves, does your movement, and then you're going, uh, going to charge. But if you do that, you're not going to be able to attack. You do know that, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Char- charge is not. Oh, uh, you just add it yeah. if you attack. Yeah, charge is just you. You charge it up. Okay, and then you mind. do. You spend an AP to attack. <laughs> you can charge at the other one. Yeah, you can charge the one that's scared of you. Yeah, I'll just charge the one. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to do it. No one's by me. I wanted to try taking it down. I'll just hit it, though. I'll okay. just charge and attack. Okay, you're going to charge and attack, so go ahead and roll your attack. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you make this actually at uh, at routine, because this thing is, is trying to keep its distance from you and is a little bit scared of that fire. So you can go ahead and it's a little bit easier for you. All right. So I'm at 42. I got a skill point in simple melee. So routine's plus 10. Routine is plus 10, yeah. All right, so I get 10 from simple melee. So I need 62 or okay. lower. Okay. And we got a five. So okay. Very nice. That'll do it. Okay. All right. So this Since thing. Since I charged, it's an extra die. Yeah. So it has an extra fury die. So you, it should be. So it's going to be two fury die for you. Uh, this thing can't actually parry or anything. So oh, okay. yeah, nice. it doesn't carry a sword. That'd be awesome though. <laughs> Parries would be terrifying. Team. Yeah. All right. So we got. <laughs> Three and a two, so five. Oh, shoot, I forget what I add to this. Should be your CB. Your CB plus. Oh. It's normally your CB plus one D6, which is your Fury die, but because you charged, you got the extra D6, so it's CB plus two gotcha. D6. So that'll be uh, 10. That's, that's no good. That's, that's no good. Uh, so that's going to move two down the damage track. Oh. All right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that at all. I don't like what's about to happen. So that's a that's a that's I'm gonna actually have to roll for a wound, aren't I? Yeah, I'm good. 
if it's weak, does that mean anything? Or you just can't do grievous injuries? Yeah, you can't uh, do grievous. grievous. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's fine. It's fine for now. Cool. Okay. So then, uh, Zofia, it is your turn. You have you have hidden behind a little rock uh, while the rest of your team is bravely fighting, while Erwin is bravely sacrificing to the cat gods. <laughs> so how <laughs> far away? <laughs> Would you like to do? <laughs> How far away is Bear from where Sophia uh, is? He's on the other side. He's you were you the two of you are probably the, the furthest distance apart. So he's you're much closer to the other engagement. So you're you're probably a good fifteen to, to seventeen in between. Something like that. Well my movement is eight. Sure. So then I would be able to charge and attack. Sure. You can, so you were you were taking cover, and so you want to charge. Charges movement times two is sixteen. So you can yeah, you can charge into the engagement with uh, with Chovy and Emma, Emma Lee. Sorry. So go right ahead. Okay. You guys. I mean, honestly, I don't know why you're doing this to Paula, but uh, that's fine. She's got to take two steps back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you go in. Uh, so you can roll your attack. Uh, you can actually roll this. I think I, I can't remember this is a rule, but I'm just going to play with it as a routine because there is other people that are kind of helping to distract it in engagement. It might even be easy, but let's just stick with routine for now. Someone write that down for us to look up later. So combat for me is 52. So routine would make it 62. Sure. Goodness. And I have a simple melee, so that'll make it 72. 72. Goodness, you are very good at combat. Roll the 26. Sure. Okay. So um, go ahead and roll your damage. Remember that you charged. You just did the exact same thing that Bear did. So you get to roll your combat bonus plus 2d6. If any of those d6s show up as a 6, remember that's exploding die, basically. 6 and a 5. Okay. So re-roll one of those 6s. You're doing way better than Bear did. (laughs) And that's a 1. Okay. So 6 plus 5 plus 1 is 12 plus your combat bonus, which is... 5. So you just did 17. 17. Holy crap. Oh, poor Paula. Does that hurt? Yeah, it does. All right, so. It does sound sad. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and use one of these little little fortune points here. Get rid of that. You're welcome. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. We still have three. Yeah, I think you guys have three, so I'll put it back in your in your little cup. So yeah, like what we're doing with these fortune points, by the way, you start off the game with a number of fortune points equal to, like we just use beads, equal to the amount of players plus one. And then at any time, if the players want to re-roll their die, like re-roll their roll, unless there was a critical fail, they can re-roll, they can spend it. But in doing so, they have to give it to me, so it becomes a misfortune point, and then I can use it for the same thing, for like re-rolling. And they can also use it for like getting extra damage dice and stuff like that. There's other ways that you can do it or getting an extra action point on your turn. That's another way you can use it. Okay, uh, so this one also took some wounds uh, or also took some, yeah, took some hits, but is seems to be okay. Uh, so that was Sophia. Bruno, it is your turn. You know, you can kind of hear them coming from, from below you. retreat. Okay, you want to climb? See. Si. Okay, let's go ahead and give me an athletics check. I think it was standard for the rest of the way. I fail. Okay. Awesome. But I will use one of my fortune okay. points. All right, go ahead. You earned it. It is mine. <laughs> yeah, he's given us so many. We're giving you so many. Oh, oh did he fail again? Is it another critical fail? Are you adding even more? No. You found a way to break the game. Just have him critically <laughs> fail on everything. And then when combat comes around, you have 100 fortune points to use. All right, so you fail. I do. So as you try to climb up, you just slip back down. Uh, you're not going to fall all the way down or take damage or anything like that. Um, but I will go ahead. We'll give you a little six points of physical peril as. Uh, God damn it! 
Yeah, sorry, buddy. So you're in trouble. I think it doesn't matter. Okay, but you don't take any, any actual damage. You don't fall or anything. You just, you're trying to get up there, cutting your hands, not really being as smart as where you put your hands and your feet as you're, you're climbing up. It just sort of cuts it. Okay. Um, Paula Abdul surrounded. Oh, boy. This isn't good for her. This isn't good for Paula. I think what Paula is going to do, she's going to... She's going to make an attack. Yeah, so she's going to go ahead and make an attack. She's going to suss out the weakest amongst this small group. We got Chovy, super tiny. Honestly, she could. She probably weighs more than you. These cats yeah, are huge. Possible. Probably just pick you up. Maybe confusing you for a kitten. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go for Chovy here. I meant Paul Abdul is going to go for Chovy. Um, okay, so let's see how I do. I do really poorly, so I'm going to go ahead and use another one of these. Uh, oh, that's way better. That's way better. Okay, that's a five. So I'm going to go ahead and call that a success. Um, do you have any action points? Yeah, I do. I have one left, so I'm going to pair you with it. Okay. You're going to try? Yeah. You're going to try? That's I will. what you're going to do. Uh, so f- you're pretty tiny, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What is that face? <laughs> <laughs> that was 93, I failed. 93, failed. Okay, oh, so I got to hit somebody. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, I have so many of these more misfortune points. I'm going to use one of these to uh, to get extra to get an extra uh, D6, uh, D6 Fury Die to Uh-oh. do some more damage to you. Uh, so how this works. So let's see. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. All right. Remember that time we nearly killed yeah. you in our practice sessions with a crocodile? Yeah. Yep. Now here, here, I can I can really crocodile. kill you. Here, with here a goes your other fate point. All right. So let me do a little damage. All right. No exploding, but that's a decent roll. So we're looking at nine plus four. We're uh, thirteen points of damage. So I was going to tell you, by the way, uh, before you rolled, that this these attacks are slow, which is sort of strange. What's that? Uh, it means it makes it easier for you to like dodge and parry, but not that easy. You rolled, yeah. you rolled in the 90s, yeah, so yeah. there's no way. There's nothing coming back from that. So, but, okay. Uh, and uh, I so, do yeah. have to roll a d6 for the injury. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, so did you go down gold? What, I went so twice, your, so I'm not moderately wounded. Okay. So you're going to have to roll one d6 uh, for moderately wounded. And let me double. So one. So I'm good. So now this uh, this creature has what's called uh, ripping teeth. So when it deals damage, it can force a, a foe to resist a takedown. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's trying to basically pounce on top of you. So you have to make a, uh, let's see, I think it's coordination. Yeah, so you have to make a coordination test uh, or be knocked prone. You're pretty tiny, so I'm just going to make it, uh, so I don't think your frame versus its size is really going to benefit or hurt you because these things aren't that gigantic. So we'll just keep it standard. So make a standard coordination test to keep from being knocked prone. All right, that's 47. 39. Okay, so yeah, you do manage to, to, to avoid being knocked prone. Uh, so then, so that was one action. Then I think what I'm going to do is for two action points, it's going to maneuver away out of this freaking engagement. It's going to move back a little bit further in the direction of where the other cat is to, to over where Garfield is, not quite all the way to Garfield. Um, so is it trying to disengage? Yeah, so it's doing maneuver. So maneuver, it's gonna use uh, it's gonna use its one yard, but then I'm gonna spend one of these wonderful points over here to get another action point. It's going to allow me to move its standard, standard speed. So I just use a crap load of those banked fortune misfortune <laughs> points to get an attack off 
to maneuver, which allows me to disengage without taking an opportunity attack. And then I spent an extra an extra misfortune point to get another AP to go ahead and move away. So I think that's legal, but I mean, I'm the game master, so whatever the hell. So do they go away after you use them? Yes, they go okay, away. So the only have, reason I'm giving have, you a yeah, back is because we have two left. Yeah. Yeah. No more. I have a lot oh, more of those beads that we'll get out next time. Yes. Now that I remember that he has that that talent. Uh, okay, so that was Paul Abdul, and now it's Emily's turn. So this thing has now moved 14 yards away from you. That's the exact number. That's uh, not quite into the engagement uh, that Garfield and Bruno are currently in, but... Um, How far away is that one? Uh, that one's a little bit further away. I guess what I'll do is I'll use um, two AP, and I'll just charge 10 to get as close to it as I can get. Sure. And then um, just kind of have my shield out and just... So you're banking that last one just yeah. in case it turns around to attack you. Sure. Sounds 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 like a plan. Chovy, uh, you just got slapped in the face yeah, uh, by the mouth of a cat. Um, and then it ran away from you when you didn't fall down. Uh, I'll re- recover from the recoil of the tech, and I'll pull my sling out as well. And I'll just load it real quick. Okay. Or when you're on deck. I'll also move four yards. Okay. And just take a shot. All right. So it's not currently engaged, so you're not getting any sort of, like, the one that ran away from you, so you're not getting any, you know, any sort of negative effects from that. So go ahead and just make your standard attack. Standard 40. Ah, 63. 63 is a miss. Okay. Uh, I'm waiting for somebody to critically fail in a range attack and accidentally hit your horse. Oh, no. no. It's kind of a running theme in our games where I just like killing their horses. Whenever they get horses, I immediately kill them. Like, I just very, kill them in all sorts of horrible ways. It's very true. I think we lost like 12 horses <laughs> so, so horses. far. Oh I like killing horses. So bad. Uh, okay. So, Erwin, uh, you're up next. Uh, so you have climbed up. Uh, they do not seem to have taken the offering uh, of, of this woman. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to pull out my arborless crossbow, load it, and aim at the one uh, that's by itself. Okay. And shoot at it. They're pretty close to one another, and so at this, yeah. So at this point, like neither of them are. In, or, well, the one there's one that's engaged with uh, with bear, but the other one is uh, is kind of still off because no one else was able to catch up with it. Yeah, I will. I should warn you though that coming up from the cliff, uh, there is this this whole cart and horse that's up here that is going to slightly obscure. It's going to can I maneuver shot. with eight yards of movement to where it's not in the way of wit- of one of them? Yeah, I can say you can probably sneak around, like kind of move around a little bit to the south, and you can probably get a better shot uh, from around. Yeah, you can do that. Which one would be? Yeah, you would to still hit? be. You would still be attacking. You would still be attacking the one that's solo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So standard shot. Standard shot. Mm-hmm. So this is combat, right? Because it's martial ranged. Should be combat bonus, yeah. I ignore one skill rank, so it's only 42. Okay. I rolled a 10. All right. Excellent. Uh, again, I can't dodge or anything like that, so go ahead and roll demolish. I did not remember what that does. So uh, uh, no, I think pu- we're punishing is the thing I'm talking about on my weapon. Oh, weapon qualities. Who's, yes. in, who's in charge of weapon qualities? I, it's Fash. Immediately fast. after striking a foe, weapons of this quality may add 1d6 fury dice to total damage in exchange for spending one additional yeah. AP on this turn. So I don't I don't have that, and it's fast. So it just makes it harder to dodge. Yeah, is that this so, mm-hmm. here? So I rolled a six. Oh, so you can explode. I rolled another six. Holy crap. Ooh. I rolled another, another six. six. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, okay, so that's six, 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 two. 18. Okay. 20 plus. And plus five combat bonus. So, so 25. 25. 25. Right. And that's on Paula Jesus. Abdul, who has already taken some damage. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Paul Abdul just exploded. <laughs> like just, oh. It's just like one of those Diablo crits where like the body parts just fly everywhere, right? right? Right in between the eyes or something. Yeah. So you you kind of you hustle up, drop the woman down, sort of move southward around, kind of line up your shot so as not to hit your horse or your cart. Uh, shoot right past, or actually probably over top of Chovy, since you're a little bit taller than Chovy. And Chovy, you can just feel the wind rush past you as this bolt just. <laughs> And you see it land, perfect shot right underneath like the jawline, right into the neck of this creature, and you can see it just crumble immediately to the ground, motionless, quite clearly dead. I'm going to go ahead and make a, a quick morale check uh, to see whether or not this Ooh. other, whether whether their good old Garfield can, can, live can, with, handle. can live without. It's already pretty spooked. It is, it is actually pretty spooked. That's actually a good call. So this is actually going to be hard. I I actually passed. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I needed a twenty-five. I rolled a twenty-three. Uh, okay, so it sturdies itself uh, and it's ready to go. That was Irwin's. Then it's Heathcliff's turn. Heathcliff's gonna climb up the ridge a little bit further, um, and it's gonna be on the same plane now as Bruno, who has been left by himself. Um, and this thing's gonna close in on you, and it's gonna be able to take. One attack, no charge, straight up basic attack. Nothing, nothing special. Here we go. It is not going to hit. Uh, it's a seventy-nine. Needed forty-five. Uh, so yeah, it, it takes a swing at you, but because you've been kind of maneuvering a little bit amongst the rocks, it's not the easiest, uh, easiest thing. Classic Bruno. However, Sylvester comes back up, uh, and I like to imagine that these cats actually look the way that I say they do. Uh, and so it's going to do the same. It's going to be slightly easier for this one. Also, that's even worse. It's an eighty-one. And after that, it'll be it'll be Garfield's turn. And since Garfield manages to uh, to live through its morale check, hasn't freaked out. It's gonna because it's next to Bruno. Uh, what do I want it to do? He wouldn't be next to me. I'm down. Bear. What's that? I'm sorry, Bear. My bad. Uh, all oh, those yeah, bees. Sitting, right? Just yes. Bear and Bruno. I think this is just going to. No, it was Brownie Man. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's going to attempt to just attack good old Bruno here really quick since it's going to, if it hits and does damage, <laughs> gosh darn it, it's going to attack and hit Bear because if it can do damage, I can go ahead and... Uh, Alright, that's a hit actually. Uh, so go ahead and uh, if you like, do you, have a, do you have an AP point banked or anything? Mm-mm. Okay. I used them to move and right, so charge an attack. Alright. That was my three. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and use one of these for an extra... Uh, Fury die because I have all of these stacked up. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll some extra damage on Bruno. Um, no sixes, uh, so that's that's twelve points of damage to you. This movie at all? Does it have to exceed the number? It does. It has to exceed. So just one. Okay, so you take one. So you move one down. Is that just? Does that put you at? Lightly wounded. Okay, so yeah, you don't have to roll for that. Um, however, you do have to roll a coordination test to resist a takedown whenever it does damage to a foe. It gets to automatically close it. Yeah. Just roll it. I don't know what my bonus is. I rolled a 45. I needed a 50, so I'm good. Yeah, okay. So you, you keep yourself from being taken down. Uh, I think I'm going to do the classic maneuver and then spend one of these amazingly numbered fortune points to once again <laughs> dart a little bit away. And so it's going to move about another 13 yards. So it moves 14 yards away from you and even Perfect. further away from the rest of the group that has slaughtered Paula Abdul. 
Straight Up Now Baby used to be my favorite song back when I was a child. Uh, okay, so Bear, it is now your turn. This thing has moved 14 yards away from you, trying to run away, perhaps. You're not really sure. Uh, yeah, let's just charge after it. All right, I'll just attack. Okay, so you're going to charge in. To, so charge allows you to move it. Again, it allows you to move it. Movement times two. So what's your movement? Seven. Which is 14. So uh, that works. Works out well. All right, so we'll do a little make an attack now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what? Standard. Standard. All right, so I need 52. I got 70, so that's okay. a negative. Let's use one of these. Careful. I'm going to kill I'm gonna kill Bruno with this because he's down there with two cats all by himself now. Engaged. I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder him. And by me, I mean Sylvester. And... All right, that one's good. Forty. Okay. So. All right, all right. Go ahead and roll damage on on Garfield. Got extra fury die on that. Uh, shoot. Eleven. Eleven. Five and one. All right. All right. That's an injury. Um. Okay. So this thing's gonna. You did something to it. Did something really bad to it. So as you as you swing down, it it does one of those kind of downward dog positions where it leans back, right, with his ass goes up in the air. And as you <laughs> hack down through it, you just crush through one of its front paws. This is trying to dodge out of the way, just mutilating the front paw. Oh god, okay. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you hear it go. Uh, is that is that the sound of a? Is that an injured cat? Yes. <laughs> is it an injured cat sound like? I think that's what it sounds like. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay so Sophia it's your turn this thing is now pretty clear out of your range what do you want to do can we eat these what I don't know That's I've fine, never right? had a cat before cat tacos I mean, wild animal I don't know yeah I mean like it's not like it's like a nice person or anything it's, yeah, okay. I think it'd be okay like, <laughs> we gonna... are short on food Bruno you're up after this two action points to charge and leave my remaining action point as needed. Okay, so you're continuing the charge after the one that that uh, that bear is encountering as it's trying to like, move off nor- in the northern direction. Okay, so I, I just want to point out at this point, nobody, not saying you have to, and I actually approve of the fact that none of you have done this, have checked on Bruno. I'm just really, really glad this is happening. No. Uh, all right, so Bruno, it is your turn. You are now engaged with two mountain cats of some kind. I will... Uh... So you take aim at one of them. Sure. Spending one action point. And okay, then plus so smack it, smack it. So take aim allows you to plus ten percent. Yeah, it adds ten percent for each AP. You can spend twenty. You can spend two AP if you want. Want two as well. So okay. Now I'm gonna save one. All right. So it should make it a routine, I believe. Yeah, you said because it's ten percent, right? Yep. So I have a fifty-one uh, percent for combat. I have to ignore my simple melee. So I'm just gonna smack him. So 51 percent, or 61, but okay. it's plus 10. Okay. I got a 40 on the die. All right, excellent, nice. excellent. So uh, roll your damage. It's gonna take a fat <laughs> eight damage. Okay. All right, that's one that's, on the die. That's still enough to move it down on the track a little bit. Doesn't make it roll for a wound, but it, yeah, you definitely and then, hit uh, it. I'll yell back up, help! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm a soul. We know. <laughs> Okay. I was going to check on him anyway because yeah. he was right behind me. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was Bruno. Emily, it is your turn. So the cat I was closest to is Paula Abdul, so she's dead. She's dead, yeah. How far away am I from Bruno? 
Uh, so you're on the other side of the cart, so you'd have to move maneuver around the cart, probably a good 12 yards around the cart to get over to the edge of the uh, edge of the ravine, to the edge. And then, then he's down. Don't forget that he's down at a different level. Yeah, so I'm going to, I have my movement's five, so I'm just going to move twice, okay. ten, to get to the ledge. And okay. then... And so you can look down, and as you look down, you see that he is... He is he is like this very large man. Yeah. Uh, in some, you know, it's 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 the the dust. The light has started to fade, but these two animals have, have cornered him a bit. But just if it matters, it was nine damage. Uh, it does not. Okay. But thank you. Can I jump down and attack? Whoa. Okay, so that's a long. It's a Classic. long way to jump. Oh, that's well, that's five. It's five yards. Oh, okay. So that's fifteen <laughs> feet. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to jump. Almost, Never mind. That's almost right. two stories. Yeah, so you probably Never don't want to jump. I think actually, I think you take damage from that. Yeah, I would take damage jump. from that. Um, and if you wanted to move, so the way movement works in combat is that you have your regular movement, but then if you want to do a movement subtype, different movements, like whether you're climbing or swimming, they all have a different like addition to them. Um, Can I actually, since I'm up there and I'm looking down, I want to intimidate. So I want to do litany of hatred at these cats absolutely and you want to shout at them and yell at them and something i'm just gonna scream and just like try and just frighten them off more than anything okay so you want to try to do a litany of hatred sure okay so that's uh can't remember. Is, lit- is that leadership or is that am i thinking that's of the other one? A, make an intimidating yeah test. yeah yeah that's right it's uh it's the other one the inspiring words that's leadership Yell down. We kill so then that would make minus <laughs> one damage and paralyzed. Okay. You're next. So, and then for intimidate, I actually have a point in that. Ooh. Uh, so 45 because it's under bronze, so 55. Okay. Is that challenging? Or? Just make it standard. Okay. If I don't know, I just say standard. And I got a 38. Okay. Ooh. Excellent. And so what was your fellowship bonus? My fellowship bonus. Is yeah, because fellowship bonus five. determines how many you can actually target with. So yeah, you can get both. You can of, get both of them and me. You can get all. <laughs> I think you can technically get all three of them. You can even get Garfield, to be honest. Just terrified by your blood curling scream. Yeah, like I'm just crazy right now. <laughs> so basically, with with Lydia, Lydia of Hatred, as you're screaming down in this horribly terrified way, because you and Bruno are friends, you're old friends, yeah. right? And so you see your old friend here getting cornered by these two cats. You start screaming down at them, and I mean they they don't turn up and like freak out at you and get scared. Like their tails don't go between their legs, but you definitely see them kind of like react a little bit as like the loudness of your voice comes beckoning down. And even uh, even Garfield uh, up here on this this top level seems a little bit more skittish than normal. Uh, so what this does, mechanically speaking, is it a litany of hatred allows the uh, the foe has a minus one to their damage and peril threshold, which means it's a little bit easier for you guys to hit them, to do damage to them. Okay, very nice. Uh, Chovy. I'm going to just run to the cliff edge and wait there. Okay, so run over there. Okay, you look down, you see the same thing yeah. I mentioned before. Erwin, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to move to the cliff edge where I came from. Okay. Reload my crossbow. All right. And fire at okay. one of them. Okay, sure. And because you have the high ground, like this is a much easier shot for you at this point. But because they're engaged, so they kind of cancel each other out. So just treat it standard. Okay. So shooting into an engagement when you have your ally, like bad things can happen. Critical um, fail. Critical fail. It's critical not fail. a critical fail. I mean, great. Uh, but I think I'll reroll it with okay. this last thing here. Okay. If I can. Spending other fortune point, I'll gladly put that. No. 
unfortunately, I still fail. If I was able to add my, uh, I did, never mind. I'd still fail. I'd fail by one if I did that. Okay. So I still fail. No worries. Uh, the critical fail would have been bad because I think yeah. that's when you actually hit your friend. Uh, that all right. Would definitely be bad. Uh, so that was our end. And so then it'll be Heathcliff and Sylvester will both get a chance here to attack old Bruno, right? Um, can, I should be able to do like a litany of hatred with them where they're like, meow, 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 meow. Okay. Stop it's just like that. I got to something that gets like food commercial. Meow, meow, meow. I'm afraid to look at the waveform of me making cat sound. Okay. So that's going to be a hit uh, for the first one. Do you have any AP? Uh, yeah, I will parry it. Okay, so go ahead and, and go ahead and try. So I get plus 10 to this. Awesome. So I treat it like standard and then plus 10. Wait, what, what's the parry again? It's combat. It's a combat. Bonus. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, 61%. Combat based skill test. I got 55. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part. What was your, what was your target? Uh, sixty-one. Okay, so and you I do, got fifty-five. Okay, yeah. so you do manage to do manage to block it away. I critically pass it. Uh, then, um, it will, seeing there, as it kind of peaks up the ridge line, seeing that there's more figures up there shooting down, yelling. This thing's gonna go ahead and. No, never mind. It's gonna stay in there. Screw it. Uh, okay, and then the other one will attack. Also a hit, actually, uh, with a twenty. Uh, do you have any more AP left? Okay, so this one's going to get a hit off. I will go ahead and spend yet another one of these just endless amounts of misfortune points because of because of Bruno's critical failing, and I will roll two of these. None of them explode. Nine damage. I'm slightly wounded. And then, um, oh, this one gets an automatic takedown, so go ahead and do a coordination test to try to resist the auto the, the takedown. Uh, I have a 37 and I got a 31. Okay, so you managed to resist the takedown. I'm tempted to see if this one would want to just like take you down, try to try to actually do a straight up perilous stunt. So yeah, I think I will go ahead and just make a coordination test with this since I have the AP to use it. Hmm. It's always the like the D100 that I can't see, which is like the really important one. Oh, attempt to resist it? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's a I fail. It's a don't fail. Don't worry about it. I have like so. So when it does damage, it has an ability that where it automatically makes you resist it. But like that, in that case, I was trying to like do the takedown, but I failed. Uh, so you're fine. All right. Uh, so then it'll be Garfield's turn up top. Uh, Garfield will do his classic attack and then get the hell out of dodge if he, uh, as he tries to run away. And so he's gonna go for Bear. Uh, he will miss Bear. Uh, then we'll go ahead and spend a, a two action points to maneuver out of engagement carefully, and then I'll use yet another misfortune. I swear, I think I don't think I'm supposed to have this many misfortune points, <laughs> but I have them uh, banked up for a little while now. And so this one's going to dart again. That's going to move another. Uh, I think it was what did I say? Thirteen feet? I think or thirteen, 13 yards? Shouldn't it it yeah. has an injured paw. Oh yeah, actually, thank you for reminding me of that. I'm actually going to see what it can do. Uh, actually, it just, I cannot use any weapon. Isn't this what you had when we did our practice session? You had a main foot? Mm -hmm. It's a main, main foot. foot. Yeah. So I just called it a main paw. Yeah. You can't use the weapon encumbrance over two. Yeah, it doesn't actually affect, you would think it would affect <laughs> yeah. movement, but it doesn't affect <laughs> movement. Um, He's got through the legs, or she. Yeah, it's definitely laboring. It's certainly trying. I mean, like I would say at this point, you're thinking it's trying to run away. Like it's the only reason it's attacking uh, you at this point is because you got close to it. You would, I mean, I think you can probably intuit that 
if you just let it go, like it's not going to come back and fight you. It's like you, you crush the hell out of that paw. Um, so, uh, Barrett, it is your turn. Do you want to give chase or do you want to head back? What do you want to do? I will go assist the man that cried for help. Okay. So oh, you start, start running back. It'll take pretty much all of your movement to get back. Uh, uh, it'll take a run. Yeah, it'll take a good to run to get all the way back as far as you chased him down. Uh, Zofia, what would you like to do? Sophia is also going to run. Okay, so you're going to get over. So now at this point, everyone, uh, I think... Just watching. Chovy, did you go over? Yeah, I ran over. Yeah, so everyone's over at the ridge, ridge line just cheering on. <laughs> Three enter, <laughs> one leaves. So if one of the cats wins, you just replace the cat, and that's who Keith will play. Uh, nice. Bruno, it is your turn. What do you like to do? I will make a single attack against Sylvester. Okay. It's the one you've already 51%. hit. 51%. Sure. I'm not going to take him. Okay. They got 19. Okay, very nice, Ooh. very nice. Mm. Exploding. Oh yeah. boy. Exploding. Ooh. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. And its damage threshold is reduced, don't forget. Uh, 22 total. Ooh. <laughs> 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 They're laughing because I'm making, <laughs> a, oh, 20, I'm making it over shit face. 23. 22 is enough, actually, but 23 is also enough as this thing is slain. As you just. You, what kind of weapon are you using? Mortuary sword. You just slice right through its back, just kind of cleaving it. You can see bits and pieces of its spine just sort of rupture out. And as you try to pull the sword out, it kind of sticks a little bit between the vertebrae. And you have to like use your foot to push it down and like take your sword out. But Sylvester has completely uh, sunken and fallen. I will spend another action point to turn around. I'm going to be like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I had something better in my head. Gonna, my yeah. I'm just going to show the blood dripping down <laughs> okay. to the other cat. Be like, it's you going, want some? Intimidate. It is going to interpret this. Yeah. So I'm actually, uh, I'm just seeing if it would. Okay. Okay. It looks a little skittish right now, seeing how quickly and easily dispatched with its foe. Emily, it's your turn. I'm going to climb down. Okay. So go ahead and roll an athletics check. It's standard. Athletics. Yeah. So 45. Okay. So this is probably going to take all of your AP, by the way, just yeah. looking at this. And I rolled a 51. I'm sorry. I totally missed the part where you said how much it was. Going. 45. Okay. So I failed. Okay. No, I mean, you're going to get down there. Like, you're, you're going <laughs> to yeah. go down. Gravity works that way. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to give you a little bit, uh, six points of physical peril as you, you hastily scramble down. You make it, you make it down there just fine. Uh, but you cut up your hands and stuff like that, kind of moving down. Uh, all right, so then it is Chovy's turn. Got one cat left, other cat running. You see, you see, Bear has come up to the ridge line at this point, and so you, you last you saw him, he was giving chase to the other other cat, and it's gone away. So, yeah, it looks like Bruno's got this covered. But <laughs> I'll just load up my sling and fire a quick shot at it. Okay, so you're firing into an engagement that actually has an ally, which means it increases the difficulty, okay. right? So it's you're up. So it's uh, it's minus ten percent. So I need a thirty. Okay. Critically 58. Okay. I just want want one to kill him. Let's see. Then I believe it is Irwin's turn. Saying that there's now two people down the uh, way there, and it's kind of in the way of me shooting at them. Sure. Uh, I am just going to attempt to scare it away by being really loud, yelling at it, making a lot of noise, kicking like rocks down towards it. Okay. Uh, God, God, stop with the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down here nice. too. So, uh, because I don't want to risk hitting a friendly. Okay. Right. So compassionate. So yeah, just give me an intimidation check. And I, I mean, honestly, at this point, this thing is getting surrounded. It just saw 
It's just Saad's best friend because they were best friends uh, die. So I'm going to just go ahead and make this trivial. This is pretty easy. Like it, it does not. It looks nervous and scared at this point. So yeah. what does that add? Plus 10? Uh, trivial is 30. Oh, plus 30. So I have 42 plus 30 is 72. I rolled a three. Okay. Very nice. So yeah, it definitely looks up. It's noticed you once, once it's turn it comes around. You get a, you get a, you have a good feeling this thing's probably not going to stick around if it if it values its life it's probably going to leave it's a, it's an animal it's, it's playing by instinct it was defending its territory so to speak but at this point it's clearly it's clearly outmatched um, and so it is Sylvester's turn oh, no not Sylvester it is a uh, what's it called uh, Heathcliff's uh, turn yeah. uh, untouched Heathcliff uh, who uh, will at this point look around and dart back down the ridge uh, will not try to maneuver but it will instead just start moving and I will go ahead and use one of these to get some extra AP so I can maneuver even further is anyone no. by anyone Bruno, so you don't take a swing at it okay it just it's gonna run away at this point you just see it darting off into the darkness below and yeah I, I feel as you look around the one cat up you know up on the the top ridge ran away to the north wounded severely this other one emotionally scarred clearly uh definitely took some mental peril uh is 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 kind of running off into the darkness below as the sun begins to set as you take stock of yourselves how many of you took damage like actually took some yeah i took a hit yeah i'm just slightly wounded yeah but no one took any injuries or anything so it's just a matter of okay eventually you all imagine climb back up and we'll we'll assume that you all managed to do this effectively in the this with the I brought up the body though. Yeah, with the situation, you brought up the like the cat body. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You want to get the human bodies too? You can probably eat no. them as well. Just yeah. the cat body. Okay. So just I want the, the fur. There's a okay. horse down there too. There is a horse, but that one's really heavy. Yeah. Okay. But then again, we've seen Bruno do some pretty impressive lifting. Okay. So I mean, looking at these at these two things, you're able to get um, you know because you you attacked um, you attacked uh, you, I think you managed to kill two. So we'll say you spend some. Are you, are you guys gonna make camp? At yeah, this we're point? gonna have yeah. to find camp soon. Okay, and you passed your check, so you're able to. You know that this is not a good place. Uh, yeah. Not where there's a bunch of dead bodies. Even though they ran away, you never know what else might come here. So you go a little bit further up the road. Um, are you? Is someone carrying the woman? Are you? Are you I'll trying to make space for her on the cart? Yeah. I can carry her again. We do only have like three days worth of rations left, so there is room in the cart. Okay. So, so are we going to put the cat bodies in there? So we no, can... we're just dragging those. I'm going to rip those apart when we get to <laughs> with your bare hands, just with yeah. your bare hands. Okay. No, I mean I have a knife. <laughs> what do you mean bears over there? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> even though it's dark, uh, I would say you probably have to like you're expending a torch, which lasts yeah. about an hour. Um, probably need a second one for Chovy, who tries to scout up ahead, keeping an eye out okay. for those. So I would say mark off the two of you. Mark off torches um, there by the by the cart. Chovy out in front. And eventually, as you pass by, you see a relatively, it's not the most comfortable place in the world, but it's certainly safe. It's a, a kind of defensible position. Um, and it even has a little bit of greenery, a little bit of like kind of this, these mountain bush that the that the horse sort of begins to, to nibble on from time to time. And you, you settle in to make camp, uh, as we're doing. So you... You make a place. Looks okay. There's a there's a stream not too far away. You can kind of refresh some of your water, uh, and you settle in for the night. I'm gonna try and help the lady drink water. I can't make her eat, but I can try and help her drink because okay. yeah. I'm sure that being stuck there for who knows how long she needs water. And so you get the so I would say as you're as all of you are kind of getting doing your various duties, um, 
you layer down carefully, kind of maybe roll up some uh, some extra cloth or tarps that you might have, like pillows and stuff to rest her down. It is getting cold up here, so you do want to make sure there's a fire going and probably have some semblance of like winter clothing or blankets, something like that to kind of keep you covered. So keep an eye out with what you have. And if you're lacking those types of things, that's something you probably want to let me know because it's not going to be the, uh, the, the warmest of nights for you. So um, as you, Emily, try to, to break down, you spend some of the night you know, seeing what you can salvage from these. And you can get, we'll call it two animal hides. So you have these two catskin hides and some, uh, some meat. We'll just call it animal meat. How many meats? <laughs> uh, let's call it, these are cats. They're not as robust as others. So we'll call it like six. Like maybe okay. you get a couple flank steaks or something from them. Right. As you all sit there kind of licking your wounds and resting um, and kind of heading to sleep for the evening, the woman's still unconscious. Um, she's, she definitely is in need of medical care, but unfortunately none of you are particularly skilled in it. It also means it's very difficult for you all to hear your own wounds um, at this part. Uh, but you take, you know, kind of take turns keeping an eye out over the course of the night. Um, and as one by one, you all fall asleep. Um, Bruno, you're probably the last one up, you know, the, just doing the duty of looking around, making sure everything's okay. You, you hear the sounds of falling rock as you, you get a little nervous. You think maybe the mountain lions have come back. And you look up, and as the, the campfire sends these weird, weird flames, these weird lights flickering upwards, and these shadows kind of appear above you, and you see a figure on a ledge, maybe 30 feet above you, just kind of stands there and just waves. I need you to go ahead and make a resolve test standard. Is this like fear or something? This is, uh, no, this is, actually, yeah, it is for, it, it, it is for, it is for stress, but you're, what you're immune to, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So you look at it, you kind of feel a little shudder kind of go down your spine as this figure just kind of looks up and just, just this shadowy figure just waves, just waves down at you. I'll wave back. A couple seconds later, a couple more rocks start to fall, hit a few people. They wake up. You guys look up at what he's waving at and he's still, you're just really waving, looking and you, you look up. You have no idea what the hell he's doing. Like he's just like waving up at the sky or the moon or something like that. What the hell are you doing? Quit throwing rocks around. Bruno, did you hit your head when you went down into the ravine? Probably. It happens. I did fall. So Who were you waving at? Oh, there's someone up there. You look up, it's very clearly not. I mean, it's dark, so you can't really tell. And there's a lot of weird flames that are kind of cascading upwards because of this weird little alcove you found. But yeah, there's quite clearly nothing up there. I'm going back to bed. I'll, I'll I'll take over your watch, Bruno. You should go back and get some more sleep. You guys don't see anyone up there? Do I still see the person? You do. Just staring at you. No. The yeah, there is no. You one even up see there. little bright eyes start to appear in the shadows. Guys, I think I'm having an Erwin moment right now. He was seeing someone earlier. Yeah. No, I don't. Nothing. I don't like none of this. Doesn't seem to be like adversely affecting you. It's like a little like what the hell is that? But yeah. Like you don't seem to be mesmerized by it or anything, but yeah, you just keep looking up there. After a moment, you look back up and it's gone. It's not there. You don't see it anymore. Maybe I'm just seeing things. So as you settle back into bed, as Emily takes over your watch, you kind of get a little close to the fire. You cool around. You hear a voice chime up. 
And when you look over, it's this scarred woman that you had just rescued from the wagon. And as you turn your your head to the side to kind of lean like your left cheek down to the earth where you're sleeping for the night, you're like two feet away from her, and she is looking directly at you. That's creepy as fuck. <laughs> and her eyes are open, and she's got this bloody grin, and she says, Don't worry, sweetheart. I saw it too. Jeff here just saying a quick and earnest thank you for sticking with us through our fourth episode. As a bonus, we decided to go ahead and release episode five at the same time, a special double shot in our podcast second week. Now, starting with episode six, we're going to be releasing one episode per week each Monday, which has been our plan all along. So make sure to check back to keep up with our ongoing story. To those of you who've already dropped a note or a review, thank you ever so much And to all of our listeners, if you could find the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever podcast app you found us on, we would absolutely love you forever, but not in like a weird way. Finally, check out our website at thelollygaggers.com. Hit me up at Twitter or Instagram at lollygaggerco. Ashley started us up a Facebook page, so reach out to her over there by searching for Adventures in Lollygagging. And Melissa's even pretty active on Twitter, too, so you can find her at Melazera. It's M-E-L-A-Z-E-R-A. So we've got another world-building coda at the end here, so stay tuned. And that's it for me. Thank you one last time, and we'll see you next episode. Coda, the Grand Monarch. For nearly a thousand years... The Rhine monarchy has thrived, conquering and assimilating the tribal kingdoms that once comprised the western territories of Valuna. Presiding over the Rhine's people during this time has been the Grand Monarch, whose word is law, whose will is unyielding, whose desire is destiny. The most ardent followers and loyal citizens of the Rhine uphold the doctrine that the Grand Monarch is eternal, perhaps even divine. A single figure a single person, neither man nor woman, but ageless and sagely. The same tribal monarch who rose above petty outlaw chiefs, who organized the peoples of the blood petal forest into a single nation, who engineered the capital of Oxteton upon the shores of the Oxen Sea, who became the beacon of civilization after the wars of emergence in the 5th century, A small percentage of the population even eschew worship of the accepted pantheon of eleven gods in favor of devotion to their eternal leader from the purest blood from whom society blossomed. This is a practice not entirely encouraged by the leadership of the Rhine, but also not denounced. Despite the rich history and impressive feats, a more heretical view of the Grand Monarch has pervaded recent generations. A view that sees the Grand Monarch as figurehead and puppet mastered by the aristocratic blood. The politicians that comprise the courts at Oxteton and the antiquarians in the Hall of Dynastic Records. Although these notions are no longer uncommon, most citizens of the Rhine know better than to express such thoughts in public or mixed company, lest they be submitted for re-education, visited in the night by a dutiful illuminator, 
an ambitious truth-sayer, or worse yet, an adjudicator sent by Oxtopin. Still, rumor is an empire's most dangerous affliction, and stories persist of how the true Grand Monarch died hundreds of years ago, succeeded by patriotic souls selected by members of the blood. Any public official expressing or supporting such heresy is deemed a dissident, and undoubtedly face exile at best or discreet assassination at worst. Indeed, more than the average conspiracy theorist on Oxton street corners can recount a tale of an individual entering the Grand Monarch's Tower never to be seen again, can regale the naive with stories of tortured bodies disposed in unmarked graves and secret groves deep in the blood petal forest. These fictions, of course, are blasphemy. To treat them otherwise leads only to ruin. Visibly, the Grand Monarch's appearance never changes. Flowing silver and crimson robes cover every bit of skin, and their traditional silver and gold mask displays a calm, expressionless visage framed by a sheath of red silk. The rose and thorn crown sits atop their head, rubies anchored to the center of each bloom. Even the most skeptical of onlookers cannot help but be taken by an overwhelming sense of serenity when in the presence of the Grand Monarch a feeling marginally contrasted by the thunderous retinue of blood wardens who protect the Rhine's leader. Without family name or living face, the Grand Monarch serves as a symbol of leadership and permanence in the Rhine, their will and voice expressed to the public via officials assigned by antiquarians in the Hall of Dynastic Records. Despite the growing skepticism of an increasingly enlightened populace, and despite what most objective observers would describe as stagnation from floundering campaigns in the Evermores and Bachman's ruin, the majority of the Rhine's populace keep abundant faith in the Grand Monarch, whose reign shall never end.